visualize. Like there's so much that um, you can do to just change your, how you feel about like what you're doing right now, just by visualizing what you want to be feeling like when you hit your goals, who you want to be surrounded by and interacting with and what you want your day to be like, right? And so visualize it because that is something you can control right now. What ends up happening is when you visualize it, the world, the universe conspires to help you to get there, right? Because you're it's top of mind. So like every decision you're making is taking into consideration that visual, that feeling, right? And it, you just will it into being. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lassa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hello, be it listener. I have a very special guest and I'm sure I say that at least 17 times, but it's okay because um, I really do have a very special guest for you today. Um, It's funny how things work out and I really, I want you to know that if something you were working on doesn't work out and you were like, but that's the thing I was gonna do, I need you to listen to this whole episode because I actually share how I spent time with a company working really hard to make something happen and it didn't happen and it didn't happen because it wasn't supposed to because the thing that I'm doing now with our guest, that's the thing that was supposed to happen. That's where the magic is. And I am honored, honored to be working with them and to um, be part of the mission that they're on because our missions are so aligned. So today I have Chenwei Onyugaro. She is the CEO of Pocket Suite, which is the scheduling tool that Profitable Pilates, one of my companies, has partnered with. So we have the Profitable Pilates Signature Edition. Um, this is for any service-based business. So if you're not a Pilates instructor and listening to this, but you are in the service-based business, I really want you to check it out. Also, just I'm so excited for you to hear what she talks about in creating this company, because no matter what it is that you're creating, whether it is a lemonade stand or it is a, you know, breath works company or Pilates business, or maybe you're an artist, or maybe you actually want to be an interior decorator, all those things. I want you to listen to how she created her company and how she got it to grow because I'm a firm believer. If you build it, they don't just come like out of the blue. You have to put it out there, share it, listen. And, um, she, she, she shares a beautiful roadmap that I believe that you all can be inspired by, take some nuggets with, and hopefully you try out, um, our tool, the tool we've, we've got together because it really is going to make it easier for you to do what you're here to do. You've got a purpose on this planet and you need an easy way to do it, an easy way to run it, an easy way to make it so simple. So anyways, that being said, if you are interested in the 30 day trial, we have the link in the show notes below, but here you are the woman of the moment. Chen Wei is here to share her story of how she got from being a seven-year-old little girl creating businesses (laughs) to the CEO of an incredible, incredible 
uh, company, PocketSuite. Thank you so much. And here she is. Hello, Beat listeners. Guess what? I got a gift for you. Yep. This ad is actually a free gift for you. And so first of all, we have the 100th episode just around the corner and we are doing a massive giveaway and I want one of you win it. And so here's the deal. Make sure you are following us on the Be It Pod Instagram, if not at least my Leslie Logan Instagram, which you're going to have to follow the Be It Instagram to win the prize so that you do not miss out on winning this amazing basket of goodies and some money and all that because you love the Be It Till You See It podcast. Who doesn't want a gift for just listening to a podcast? So anyways, the 100th episode is coming up. Brad and I can't wait to share some bold moments with you, some of our past guests, and also give you some goodies. All right, now back to the show. All right, be it listeners. I have a very special woman here. I'm really excited to actually have her all to myself because every time I've ever got to talk to this woman, there's like six heads on the screen. And, um, but we, we, we met because, well, I'm going to let her talk about it in just a second. However, it's just amazing. Like the divine appointments of the people you can meet on this world when you're just working on your passion and like the purpose of solving problems. And so Jinwei Onyagaro, I'm so thrilled to have you here. Can you please tell the Beat listeners who you are and what you're up to right now? Leslie, I am super excited to be talking to you and the Profitable Pilates community. My name is Chinway Onyagoro, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Pocket Suite. I'll tell you more about it. Yeah. Okay. So you're the CEO. How does... <laughs> How does one get there? Because I think that is, you know, I I have I was the CEO of my own companies, which is like it felt it felt really weird to be that when there's like was four people on the team. I'm like, really, am I the CEO of something? Um, And then I and then I when then we became a team of twenty, and I was like, actually, I'm not a CEO. I'm just I'm the chief visionary officer. Thank you so much. But how did how did you get to being the CEO of this amazing company? What was the journey there? Yeah, it's really funny. I joke, I'm the chief evangelist officer, right? Yes. Like, really what a CEO is, right? You're like the face and you're helping to create the vision, as you said. I like to tell folks that my path to CEO uh, was very windy. Let's say that I'm on my plan Z. You know, we uh, our parents talk to us about plan A, plan B, and it's like, no, no, let's keep going. <laughs> it's a windy road. <laughs> um, just from a very early age, I'm originally from Nigeria and um I've always been really motivated to kind of understand how business works and how you help people kind of make money and live a great life. And for me, I just was very intrigued by entrepreneurism very early. So I would, at the age of seven, I had friends, we'd always come up with business ideas, whether it's like a babysitter's club or a lemonade stand and everybody had a role, right? So there was someone who loved to think about how much sugar do we put in the lemonade mix? And I was the one always writing the business plan. It's like, how are we going to get the next lemonade stand on the next block, right? And so that has just been my path. Um, If I'm hanging out with my friends and we're walking you know, down the street, we're looking inside stores. I'm always bugged by stores that only have like a few pieces of merchandise. I'm like, how are they making money? Are they selling on Amazon? Are they, and my friends are like, are you going in to buy something or can we move on? Right. And so that's just my thing. Oh my God. Um, I love that so much. I would, I still do this. I like look at space. And I'm like, oh my God, that would make an excellent this. Like I just, someday I see myself just being an amazing paid consultant because <laughs> it's just in the DNA, right? So, um, so you could kind of say that, like, I always, I was always going to be on a path to, to sort of running a business or helping to manage a business. And um, I started out just asking a lot of questions. So I, um, I went into consulting because that's kind of the path where you can 
get exposure to a lot of different types of businesses, a lot of different industries. You get to like learn fast how they make money and then help them make more money, come up with ideas, right? So that was kind of my early, my early kind of experience or professional experience after college. And then fast forward, I started thinking about, gosh, you know, there are specific problems I'd like to solve. And it's for much smaller businesses, like yeah. big businesses, the Fortune 500 companies are kind of fun. You get to play a little bit, a lot more resources. But in terms of impact and like, but for my efforts, like would this have happened? It's the smaller businesses. It's the folks who are going out, these heroes, right? You, Your listeners, right? That have gone out and said, I'm going to follow my passion. I'm going to work for myself. And they've, you know, frankly, I like to say that, you know, solopreneurs, folks who have small teams, like you might be doing it and you're independent, but you're not alone. You've got teams of folks, right, that are kind of helping you from different parts of the ecosystem. And I was one of those folks who kind of stepped out and started helping people raise money, get business loans, created a company that was really just about you should be able to get the loan you need to help your business grow. So I, I have a question about that because I feel like raising money is literally yeah. a bean it till you see it because you're correct me if I'm wrong. You are going into a room and you're saying, this is what it's going to look like. This yeah. is what we're doing all this yeah. stuff. And half the time you haven't even like press play on anything. You haven't started. Totally. Totally. So three things. One is most people, the first money they raise is their credit card, their personal credit card. They're just using their credit card because you're right. There's no one there that kind of believes in what you see. And so you have to like bet on yourself. Right. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the vast majority of businesses, uh, the kind of businesses we work with, Leslie, are service-based businesses, and they're not really raising equity money, right? They're typically getting debt. They're getting small business loans from like banks um, or credit unions or like smaller. And those are the category of folks who are looking at you and saying, well, can you repay me? Um, yeah. <laughs> I know you want to do all this cool stuff, but like how much money are you making today to be able to pay me back if I give you this money? Again, that's why we use our credit cards because we we already have that. Um, so I was actually helping them raise that kind of money. Um, and then there's a, a small group of folks who are creating chains of Pilates studios and chains of you know studios where they can actually kind of go out to an equity investor. Yeah. Uh, they say their first investors are friends, family, or fools. And so you might go out to that group first <laughs> and, <get some> money. <laughs> and then the next wave. So I raised about $150 million in small business loans for businesses. So yay, that was really exciting. And this was a category of folks who were getting rejected about 80% of the time for traditional bank loans. Definitely was one of those people. So (laughs) there I was making over six figures, could show every single year more and more like growth. And I went to the bank and I was like, I just need $15,000. I didn't think that was a lot of money. And they 100%, I was like, do you want me to borrow more? Is more better? Like, what's the amount that I need to borrow? So I had to use a credit card. And buy the equipment on a credit card, hustle to pay that credit card down. So when the balance came due, I could put that on the (laughs) credit card. Crazy. Yeah, that's it. That's the path, right? So, and that's the thing, right? Like banks aren't funding your growth. They're typically funding your cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. They're like just saying, hey, you can, they're not funding growth because they don't necessarily believe, right? And what you see in the future, they're just going to fund what you're making right now. So what I found is that a lot of folks were raising this money and it was really to cover cash flow. And I just was confused by it, right? Like you're primarily a service-based business. You're offering these great services to clients that are paying you regularly. 
why are you raising money to cover that cash flow? It's because they weren't billing on time. They weren't collecting the money up front. They weren't selling things like packages to be able to sell bundles. And so they were basically eroding their margin by raising this money to have to pay interest on something that their clients should have paid for. So for me, that sort of set me down a path where I said, gosh, we can build a better mousetrap, a better system for making it easy for these awesome businesses to bill and to make money up front, collect deposits, get subscriptions, all of that stuff that really allows them to only raise money if they're looking to grow and to be able to have that cash flow right up front from their clients. See, I love this because you were like, you were working on something, you saw a consistent problem was happening. And instead of like continuing to do the thing, that just puts a bandaid on the problem. You're like, how do we actually just solve the problem? And I love this so much because, you know, since, since when I became a Plies instructor, I, it was during the recession of 2008 and, um, I was in retail at the same time. So people weren't, people weren't buying their diamond necklaces anymore. They weren't buying the $500 purses. They were like, Oh, what's this vegan purse? I'm like, yes, I can sell you that vegan purse. And they're like, cause they still wanted to buy, but they were being conscious. Right. And so, but it didn't translate to me that it would cause me problems in my teaching. However, and I didn't, what, what I did hear was all these teachers saying, there's no money in teaching. There's no money in teaching. And I was like, why? And they're like, well, I found the same problems. People were billing, like waiting until someone remembered their checkbook. And I'm like, no one goes into a store and leaves with an item without paying for it. It's called stealing. <laughs> like, so they're stealing sessions from you. No, they have to pay when they have to pay. And so I found that too. And that's why I ended up coaching people. Cause I'm like, why is this happening? Like who tra- trained them on this? And so when you went into making this, like I love how you call it like a little master of this little way of like solving this problem so that they only have to raise money when they have to raise money and actually have their margins in it. Okay. Because I've been on the side of like, just, just doing the part that I I'm on, that was a lot of work and you already did the work. So how, how did you, how did you start this company? And like, how long did it take you? And like, what did you tell yourself when you're hitting obstacles? Because I feel like that's where people get stuck. Yeah. So so the first thing is I, I sort of started like in my own backyard. And so I looked at the folks that I was working with who I would text and then they'd show up, like whether it's fitness trainer or what have you, and they'd give me these awesome sessions. And then they'd wait 90 days, 60 to 90 days to send me an invoice. And I was like, I'm ready to pay. Just send it to me. And so I just went to them and I was like, can we like, can we do something different? And I had teamed up with my co-founder who was engineer number five at a company called NetSuite. And they build like big business management systems, just like, you know, PocketSuite for much larger companies. So he at the time was, I think like there were a thousand engineers in his company at that point. And so he was kind of bored and like, Hey, I'd love to do this all over again for much smaller businesses. So he built the first version of PocketSuite we went to uh, the service providers I had worked with to say, hey, will you use this? And some of them were super excited. Others were like, no, I'm using a BlackBerry. You built it on on an iPhone. And I was like, oh, right. And so we put it in the app store and then folks started using it. And what we realized is so many folks, so many service professionals were doing everything on their phone, right? They were like scheduling appointments. They were messaging. And they were doing it across like three, five, seven different apps, right? Yeah. They were putting client information in seven to 10 different places and they had to keep track of it all. And it was a mess. And so when we sent them this like, you know, 
kind of manna, right, from heaven, right? This one app that had their client information, it had their calendar, it had who paid them, it had everything, notes on the client. They were like, what the fudge, right? And they started sending us messages like, can you add packages? We're like, what's packages? Can you add subscriptions? We didn't know at the time what it was, but we started listening and we started building it out from there. That is cool. That And I think, um, I just want to, like, I love the part you listened. And I, and you also, um, and this is the hard part for a lot of people. The first one isn't the last one. The first, you just have to get something done. Like what was the struggle of like done enough versus, yeah. you know, like what, what, how did yeah. you handle like going, okay, this is enough done to get out for people to try. Yeah. Um, what, did you feel ready to do that? Or was, you know, I mean, you've been in the business for so long, maybe you do, but like, I feel like I think it's done. Is it done? Yeah, no, it's a good question. Like this, this whole concept of like MVP, like your minimum viable product. Like you don't have to build, you know, like the Coliseum day one, right? Like you just have to start with like a big pain point. So for us, we said like, it's about getting paid. And so we said like, let's get invoices in here. And it's about getting paid for your time. Let's get invoices and let's get the calendar in here. And then the rest will follow. We started with literally three features. We now have like 33, right? But we started with three. And we said, if we can solve this problem that we hear over and over again, that we've experienced personally, then we will buy ourselves the right to be able to do more. And that's exactly what happened. People were like, these are the three apps I use the most, my messaging, my calendar, and uh, you know, PayPal or Square or Cash App to get paid, right? And so if we can just like bring those all three in one app, like we've solved a big problem, not every every problem, but we've solved the big one. And then they are going to give us hopefully the space to do more. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I think that's like really good information for starting anything because the, it, you do have to get things out there so you can get the feedback, you know, like we talked about this when I started the podcast, one of my friends, when I was interviewing them, they're like, how'd you feel? I'm like, well, that was my first one. How did I do? And I, it doesn't even matter because it's going to go out because there's probably gonna be seven listeners right now. So <laughs> it doesn't even matter. We have to get it out. So you actually learn so you can get the information, get the feedback and yeah. see how people are using it. Um, and that's, that's hard because that nobody, I think people kind of fear feedback. They think that the yes. feedback means that they failed. And it's like, no, it's just people asking questions and helping you get it better. Well, here's the thing. We took our first users out to lunch. We sat with them. We were like, talk to us about your business. Tell us more. Like we were just so excited that there was like crickets, right? And for us, we've always thought about feedback truly as a gift. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's like, if they're complaining, that means they're using it, right? Like if you hear nothing, then you've got an issue. But if people are giving you feedback, that means they care enough that you've solved enough of a problem that you're worth spending time on to get it right. And that's, you know, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, I just remember uh, this is you're actually the second scheduling tool that I, I was brought in by a different scheduling tool because the founder was a client of mine and he oh. was watching how the teachers were like paying with money. And then he was like how he would pay me. And, um, and he's like, he's like, would you use my scheduling tool? And I'm, it was for therapists. And I was like, if you can make it work for teachers, I could help you sell it. And you know, the thing is, is that I went in for a meeting. They had me, they had me for lunch. They asked all the questions. It was really fun. I was like, this is really great. But you know, what ended up happening there was they sold. 
And when they sold, the company didn't want to expand into fitness yet. And so it's just like, it's so funny how things work out because I did like, I I sort of like that app. I love you. I love your tool so much more. So it's, it does way more things and it really does solve any kind of service industries person's problems. And I think that, um, it's nice. It wasn't like, so like on one thing you've been really been able to do that. So, okay. You, you listen to people, you figure you like launch with the, what was the most like solved this problem first and you kept going. Then there's like, it's not maintenance because you're always growing, but it is sort of like, you know, getting more people to use it, getting more people to hear about it. And that's where that's really hard because once you get past the friends and family, yeah, <laughs> getting strangers to be like, yeah, I'll trust you uh, over my seven apps that I have this system for. How do you handle that? Like, how do you get people to like, be willing to try something new. Yeah. You know, early on, because you're you're an app that's really like helping people earn money, like this is what I'm using to pay my rent or my mortgage and my children's school fees. Like it's about trust, right? Like you think it's just in the service industry, tech too, right? Like I'm going to put my client's credit card here. I'm going to charge something and I'm going to expect that those funds will be deposited into my account. So for us, it was about credibility, right? So we had a Wall Street Journal article written about us. We had TechCrunch. We were part of this like accelerator called Y Combinator, which is one of the most- Were you really? We were, yeah. So Airbnb came from Y Combinator. And like some of the biggest brands, Stripe came from, like those, some of the biggest brands you know came from that. And it's just like, it's a legitimacy. It's like, we're on a path. We're building, you know, A grade investment grade, you know, tech to solve a big market problem. And that was huge because people would call and say, like, how do I know you're not going to like take my money? And we're like, here's a Wall Street Journal article on us. Here's a this, you know, and they're like, oh, okay. Um, we're built on top of Stripe. Like Stripe is actually the one handling your money. And and so like all of that like really helped for to build that trust. And then more than anything, it's making the users we had happy because when you make, <laughs> when you know this, right? Like when you make a user, a client, a customer happy, they are, they're swinging from the rafters. They're talking about you in conversations where no one even brought up like a scheduling tool, but they're so happy that they're like sharing information. And our like biggest kind of flywheel was just referrals. It's like, I'm an esthetician. I have a network of friends. Like they're not even asking me, but I'm posting on Facebook, like, check this out. They're like an awesome yeah. scheduling app. And so it just kind of blew up from there. Like it was just this word of mouth and like we're kind of viral referral loop that started happening. Yeah. Which I'm obsessed with because I still tell people all the time, like referrals are the, like people, even, even if it's a referral via text, like people are still getting their information from a friend, you know, they're watching shows based on what their friends say. They're buying different things. Like I have a, I went to a place last Saturday um, to try like aerial fitness because a friend was like, Hey, you should check this out. And I was like, okay, I didn't even research them. I'm like, all right, I'll sign up. That's exactly, you know? And so I think, um, you know, we think because of ad spend that's out there and like all these things that that's the way to go, but really like you're tried and true, it's going to grow with, with people sharing and celebrating. So I love that you focus on just like making sure people are feeling happy and it's solving their problems and trust. That's so good. You know, um, when, when Brad brought um, it to my attention, I was like, cause you know, the first time I was like, I don't know, it didn't work out that time. Like <laughs> how am I gonna do this? Um, but you know, since I've been coaching fitness instructors since 2009, 2010, because 
my boss at a studio was like, how are you getting so many clients? And I was like, isn't that my job? (laughs) And, um, so I started getting really curious, like what is going on? What are teachers doing in sessions? What's happening there? And then that led to a bunch of things like helping people figure out how to pick a program because so many people are picking programs that wouldn't allow them to teach. And then I had to solve this problem. Like there's no money teaching because there so is otherwise people wouldn't create franchises if there's, you know, like, I'm like, they just wouldn't. So, um, so when I, when I was looking at everything, what I loved is, you know, so many services, like some people have memberships and some people have packages and some people have auto renews and some people want a 12 hour cancellation policy. And it is amazing to me how, I mean, obviously over time, how you've been able to go, okay, how do we make sure that we can do all of these things? So someone can like someone, on this street corner can have packages, but literally down the street, they could have memberships. Totally. Totally. So one of the things that we, we sort of said is, look, we want to be a mile wide and an inch deep. So we want to serve a variety of different uh, service professionals, anyone who's running a business for themselves, but we want to do it in a way that like really focuses on just those core things that they need. And so how do you do that? Well, on Pocket Suite, when you sign up, you put in your industry and the app auto updates and personalize it for just your industry. So I mentioned before we have 33 features, but for yoga Pilates, it's like, these are the five to seven features that matter most for you. And you can kind of pick and choose. And so for us, it was like really important because people get bogged down by apps that have so many features. You have to take a course just to kind of learn, right? Like how to use this thing. Right. Um, So that was really important to us. And again, like fundamentally it's messaging is like the underlying kind of base of it. And then built on top of that is scheduling. And then built on top of that is your payments. And then everything kind of shifts from there. The one other thing I'll say is those three things are like communicated differently depending on your industry, right? Like, so in yoga and Pilates, we are talking about like privates and duets and classes, right? And sessions versus, you know, in another industry, they're talking about open enrollment and series, but those are all, those are all forms of like classes, right? And so what we learned is it's about the like the lexicon, right? It's about how you communicate it for that industry to ensure that it works. You don't have to stack up tons of features. You just have to get the lexicon right and the core features right. Yeah. And that's what we've tried to do at Pocket Suite. Yeah, it's it's amazing. We have so many members who are um, in there and at the time we're recording this in their second month and they're obsessed. They love it. It's like, it's so fun to to see people you know, who probably would never have thought they need a tool, like the confidence that they have in their business by having one also like makes them look like, I'm like, you are a business owner. You have like, you are, look at this, right. you've got this app. Right. And, um, it's just, it's just really cool. I, I, it's, I will have to send you some of the testimonials already. Cause they're hey, just, they're is. really, they're really sweet. And it's, you know, it's a problem that has been needed to be solved. And while there's so many other tools out there, it's like, Years ago, my thought was like, write down everything you needed to do. And then because you're going to pay for it, make them sell it to you. (laughs) That was my like coaching advice on. And now it's like, nope, this is the one. And if it doesn't work for you, that's totally fine. But I bet you it will. And you also, your your company really prides itself on your customer service. I have to say that you can tell because you can actually talk to your team. Oh my gosh. How did you do that? Because no one else does that. Well, so first of all, like I'm obsessed about great customer support and service because for me, it's like, look, it's about trust. 
And it's about more than just more than just an app, right? Like this is about human connection to help folks solve human problems, right? And tech is just helping to facilitate that. And so what we've done is we've prioritized world-class product technology, world-class customer success. You've seen it with Airbnb. You've seen it with Zappos. Like Zappos, their model was like, we're going to keep you on the phone. We're not trying to like, we're not trying to hang up this call like traditional customer success. It's like, what else do you need? Oh, you want to buy pizza? We'll help you buy a pizza. Like it's, it's, but, but what happens is when you value the relationship, your ability then to solve whatever problems over the lifetime of that relationship, you are in first position as a resource, as a reference to be able to help that particular pro, that particular business solve problems, right? Because they trust you. And that for us is what we're in the business of doing is, is building that trust so we can help folks build a better business and hopefully a better life. And that's just like, that's the philosophy. And I will say this, Leslie, as we're on the phone, as our team members are on the phone with Profitable Pilates community members, they're like, hey, I just got off the phone with Brad and he advised me to do this. Or Leslie always tells me I shouldn't discount my services. So I've got to say to you, you obviously also prize, you know, customer success and customer service. Yeah. Like it's, that's it, right? Yeah. It, it, you're, and thank you for that. I love that. I love hearing that. <laughs> but I, I think like, you know, no matter if you're listening to this and you're like wanting to build you know, some like massive business or just have a side hustle or something like that. I think the, those takeaways trust is so key. And I'm at everyone listening to this, obviously what it was, I assume they want people to trust them when you make it easy for the tools you use to also yeah. allow you to have that feeling. It's so much right. easier to do your, to do whatever it is you want to do, because it's so funny when, when I'm using in some other app or tool or website and it's like not working, then all of a sudden your energy isn't there. You've switched mm -hmm. into like, this is so frustrating. And then you have a call and you're like, okay, let me, let me get back. <laughs> you know? So it's you're like good. so nice that there's an, there's actually a tool that like you believe in trust. I'm, I believe in trust and it makes it easier to just do the job you want to do. It makes it easier to be it till you see it. <laughs> totally. Totally. And, and you know, and, and we think about a business app as well is like you're on the one hand saying, how do I use it? You're on the other hand saying, why, sh why might, why might I want clients to schedule me online? Why might I want, like you're asking business strategy questions too, which is where again, profitable Pilates comes in. They're coming in knowing yeah. the strategy because you've given them that coaching. So that makes our job so much easier. Like, okay, here's how you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say I had so much fun making the coaching videos we did with the different features <laughs> because each time I was reading it, I was like, and it does this. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is when I, and then there was some things where I was like, this one you might want to do. You got to check your state, <laughs> just an FYI, or, you know, how about instead of doing this, just put into the price, just build it into your price. You don't even have to think about it. So it was really fun for me because it's just another way for me to get my coaching services out there. Cause I really do. I'm on this mission that if more bodies are doing Pilates, the world's a better place. And since I cannot teach everybody, since there's like the, every person out there that's teaching is the best served for who they're here on this planet for, I really want to empower them. And not everyone will come into my coaching group and that's fine. But like having this like little way to like give them a nudge, give them that coaching, it really does make me happy. And so I'm really, I'm freaking grateful for you and what you've built. And like, I love your that you're on, you know, plan Z, but plan Z is yeah. exactly where you were supposed to be. Exactly. And it really is helping not just the people that are using your app, but people like me who are like, I really, I really want more people to feel successful in their business and not have what they end up doing is they, they don't 
charge enough because they don't want to have fees. They only take cash, but then their bookkeeping is crazy and then they can't get loans and they can't get this. And it's like, you know, I, I just want them to be able to do whatever their dream is. So thank Mm -hmm. you. Well, you know, Leslie, first of all, let me just again, brag on you. It's like 92% of your uh, users who are using the profitable Pilates edition have been watching those videos and they're coming back 10 times to watch those videos. Like we've shared the you know analytics with you with Brad and, and he's like, oh my God, because what ends up happening is these are like one minute, two minute, like segments of gold that are helping people get to the business outcomes they want, which is working less, making more, having happier clients. And so you're helping them do it, not in like a two hour course. Mm. It's like two minutes. Here's what you got to do to like, make sure you're making the money you want and that you deserve. And so I just think it's like a really powerful path that you're on as well, which is to reach people where they're doing business. Right. And to be able to like, give them that nugget and they can take action on it right away. Yeah. Um, so I thank you for that. I yeah. Really do. We are a dynamic duo, Chen Wei. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just solving the world's problems with one small business at a time. <laughs> oh, I'm so grateful for you. Well, we're going to take a brief break and then we'll come back uh, to hear some of your B action items. Hey, Beat listeners, I am here to talk to you about Foster Care Awareness Month. It is this May and you may have remembered our guest, Barely Canadian, several episodes back and their mission to help educate people around foster care in their area and also help support foster care charities. They also have a fosterpreneur program that they're starting this summer at UCLA. And so if you are wanting to support those in foster care, check out Barely Canadian, check out the two charities that they already support and also get yourself some awesome summer sweaters and know that they are donating part of every single profit goes towards these charities to help support foster care youth. So Take a look. It's May. It's Foster Care Awareness Month. And we hope that you are able to get yourself a summer sweater and support those in foster care at the same time. Okay, Chenway, first of all, I mean, obviously we want everyone to sign up for the Profit Pilates edition, signature edition. So we'll put that link below. But where else can people find you, get to know more about what you're doing? support you. Yeah. So check us out also on our website, pocketsuite.io. You can see all of the different uh, features we have and how you can use them and see some of the members of our community uh, ambassadors. And then you can check us out on Instagram and that's pocket suite apps, P O C K E T S U I T E app, A P P. So looking forward to hearing from you guys. Yeah. Okay. This is great. Uh, I know, I know a bunch of our users will be listening and, and they'll, they'll send it to you because they're they're high user, high loyals. They're so fun. They love to to tell people what they're doing. And I'm I'm so appreciative of them because they inspire me on those days. We're like, is anyone listening? What is, <laughs> is anyone using this? And then you get to hear from them. So, okay. We ask every guest, bold, executable, targeted, or intrinsic steps people can take, actions they can take to be it till they see it. Yeah. I think the first thing that I would say is visualize. Like there's so much that um, you can do to just change your, how you feel about like what you're doing right now, just by visualizing what you want to be feeling like when you hit your goals, who you want to be surrounded by and interacting with and what you want your day to be like, right? And so visualize it because that is something you can control right now. What ends up happening is when you visualize it, 
the world, the universe conspires to help you to get there, right? Because you're it's top of mind. So like every decision you're making is taking into consideration that visual, that feeling, right? And if you just will it into being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would just say visualization is huge. And if you you know cut out magazine articles, cut out like do whatever you need to do to like get in that zone and stay there. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because that's something you can do like every day. You can just take a moment and like picture that. That's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Chenway, I hope we get to meet again. I'm like secretly hoping that there's some tech conference in Vegas that makes you come out so we can go celebrate. Just say the word. We will, we'll, we'll pick the next team on site, pocket suite on site, and we'll put it in whatever region. There, yes, are. yes. Well, you know, there's a beautiful new casino. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love it. Um, you guys all have to go to the 60th floor and visualize the next things. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. Thank you for being you. Thank you for all you've created. And thank you for letting me um, be part of it in my, in my own way, because I really am so proud of what to be part of what you've created and to really empower people. So thank you. And um, we hope to have you back. Leslie, you've built an awesome community. Uh, We're inspired by you and uh, all of the members that make the community so great. So thanks for trusting us and for uh, going on this journey with us. Yeah. All right, everyone. How are you going to use any of all this information in your life? What I want you to do is screenshot this podcast, tag the Be It Pod, tag Pocket Suite app, and let us know. So that way we can hear what your favorite things are, what inspired you. And, you know, you might create the next feature on the app. You just never know. Right. So thank you, everyone. Until next time, be it till you see it. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.